see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fine. They have each other's bags when the day is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Damn, what kind of laptop do you have? What? It took you forever. Uh, I have a Windows laptop. Yeah, it's a bootleg. It's, isn't that your Russian computer? No, this is my Dell. Uh, the what the year <laughs> shows up our site is in Russian is not only my home laptop, but also my work laptop. <laughs> so our page, and like, I assume it's Russian. I don't know what it is. I think, but, yeah, it looked like it was Russian. But the newest... Uh, blog posting or episode you had posted, uh, it was in English. But yeah, that's I, just weird. Everything down on the page was was bad. Yeah, you sh- yeah you shared that with me. I thought it was extremely odd that it anyway just weird. Yeah. So are you recording or what? Yeah, it's recording. It always starts recording. <laughs> So you can either lead, go right into it, or I I have to edit out the first part. So oh. I haven't I haven't said anything too terrible, I don't think yet. So <laughs> go ahead. Well, well, welcome to the fucking show with Barry <laughs> and Latoya. All right. You don't even say go. the name in it. Okay, I got you. Yeah. See how we're, it is. We're in the stacks, which I the name though is like, you know, now I could see people who just start listening to us now. You know, or like, what, what the hell? What stacks are they in? But I mean, if they look at our website or anything like that, we do talk about the fact that we're former former library administrators. It started yeah. then. I do think there are times I think maybe when we I'm... could change the title and, and now it's between the sheets. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's even that's worse. Oh my god. Well, I've thought in the past of like, ooh, conversations with Barry and Latoya because I mean, it's just really us chatting back and forth and you know nothing right major but i i still feel somewhat attached to in the stacks well because we yeah. have the really kick-ass theme song and true. <laughs> that's, the, true. that's the main thing is that i love the theme song so i'm like i'm yeah. just gonna keep it the same maybe yeah. just that part when they say in the stacks you know you could just dub in the new thing <laughs> no. <In> the sheets. <laughs> right yeah okay yeah so um I have multiple things to talk about. As do I. I. I saw the stuff you added earlier, and then I went in and added my stuff, so you'll see it nicely populated. Yes. So let's start off at least with Thanksgiving. This was your first Thanksgiving as a single gent in a yes. long time. How was that? Well, ever. <laughs> before, <laughs> well, <laughs> before I was with her, I was like living at home as a child. So. Well, yeah, that's that is true. <laughs> So uh, yeah, how was it? Uh, we went out to uh, SNS Cafeteria. Mm-hmm. My mom loves it there. And um, then we went and saw Knives Out, and they all liked it. Uh, Julian uh, T'Challa really liked it. And mm-hmm. um, uh, Grandma, she really liked it too. Even cool. though I think she, she had never heard of it. She had not seen any commercials for it. Right. She, even though I kept trying to explain to her what it was, I think she was positive it was going to be some sort of like scary movie. Um, <laughs> 
And uh, and she was like, oh, wow, that was really good. It was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. Like, yeah, I'm still curious to see it. So we'll talk about that more, it, I guess, in yeah. the update. But and when um, you see it, it mm -hmm. we do need to talk about it because it, it is not quite what I expected either. So is it kind of like the whole did, this Christmas or last Christmas, like I told you off off the air what that was really about and the commercials did not do it justice at all or the, the ad or trailer, I should say. Was it kind oh. of like that? Was it a bait and switch? No, not quite. But I will say this, if just from the trailers, you expect it to be a whodunit. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that about halfway through the movie, maybe even earlier, you know who did it. Oh, okay okay because yeah From that's that what point i on, it was <laughs> it's just like seeing how it happened and there is like another little twist at the end but okay. yeah i mean it's as we the audience know who did it pretty early on um so i mean it's a great cast though well, I mean, I, I am certainly, again, it's still on my list to see Rotten Tomatoes currently gives it a 97%. Damn. Google users, 91%. Um, on IMDb, it's eight out 8.1 out of 10. And um, Metacritic is giving it an 82%. Yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah, I mean that's who was in the theater with us loved it. So, yeah. so what about you? What did you do for Thanksgiving? I know you had like, you know, the entire plan together right yeah so on all of the major holidays so like easter christmas thanksgiving that kind of stuff uh, we get together it's a tradition we've had probably for the last 15 or more years so my mom is the one that always hosts thanksgiving so my cousins and other other family members and stuff will come for thanksgiving dinner so we have at a minimum 20 plus people for, um, for Thanksgiving dinner. Sometimes wow. we have up to 30 something, just depending. So, so yeah, it was awesome. I, every year I record the whole thing and posted it on Facebook. You know, I show the spread of stuff. And so I always joke that it's, so it is Thanksgiving. We have the staple, the American staples, the turkey, the ham, the dressing, uh, and then I guess the cranberry sauce, whatever. Right, and then you but have like then, the or whatever from <laughs> Jamaica, right? Right, yeah. yeah. No, we, we have, then the rest of the spread is more island food. So yeah, we'll have oxtail, and then my mom will do shrimp, like, you know, just kind of grilled shrimp, uh, and curried goat. I don't eat that, but it's on the buffet. And um, like cocktail patties and all sorts of stuff. So it's it's a nice blending harkening uh, back to our discussion about diversity and melting plot, pot, uh, it's a nice blend of having the American stuff as well as the the Jamaican foods present. Right. So this year was the first year that uh, Gwen, you know, now that she's a part a part of the family, she came and her parents came, and um, yeah, everyone had a really good time. And you know, I always look forward to like Thanksgiving and and. Uh, Christmas dinner and stuff like that because again we don't so immediate family we see each other frequently enough but with the extended family it's just those big events that we do so you know it's nice to see them every couple of months um, and so like in most of the cases now my, with my favorite cousins you know I've <laughs> we've been doing this since my now adult and pregnant cousin <laughs> was a child so it's 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 pretty cool so again i always look forward to thanksgiving it was awesome 
a Cade did get to come home. And so I actually was off of work from Wednesday evening when I left the office. I did not come back in and look at the computer until Tuesday morning which nice. was amazing. I did not check email. Uh, so I was, I, I've been saying I was 99% off. Uh, I did have to field a couple questions like from my mom and stuff about a project. But outside of that, I was like, the, the businesses could have gone to pot. I would not have known and I would not have cared <laughs> at that time. So it was really, really cool. Well, awesome. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, this will be my first, uh, you know, I guess single father Christmas coming up too. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think my mom's very excited. She's, uh, she's bringing over a Turkey and she's going to cook it here and all this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, you know, we've talked about the fact that for me, the holiday season doesn't really start until Thanksgiving. So after Thanksgiving, then you can start talking to me about Christmas stuff. Don't talk to me about it before. So I'm pretty excited. We, so with Kate. You've already received Christmas presents. Yes, I actually literally have not opened it from the (laughs) Amazon box yet. Uh, I know that you'd sent me my Christmas and birthday present. And so uh, I have not opened it only because... Kay didn't put up the tree when he came home and he actually isn't coming home until probably Christmas Eve. So (laughs) yeah, well, you know, it's just easier that way. But I, my Christmas tree, I think we've talked about obviously is like a little three foot tree that I decorated and I just fluff it up each year. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go um, and get that from the garage this in the storage closet and then just put it out so that I can put the presents that you sent under the tree. Mm. <laughs> so well, it's, I'm looking at it right here in my office cause it, it's my reminder that I need to get to it. Well, my Christmas tree has been hung with care. Yeah. You sent me that picture and I, I was, um, <laughs> I was so, like, what kind of ghetto Christmas is that? But so well, right, I've so, never seen anything like it. So you have right. to share it on the, on our website. Right, so, for the folks, because we didn't talk about this on the show last week. We no, we didn't. After the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, don't and, talk uh, to me about it because I want to hear about it on the show. <laughs> yeah. So my mom, you know, she finds interesting things everywhere. Yes, this, this is definitely interesting. And um, so she had told me that she had found this tree that hangs on the wall. Mm-hmm. And like, what, what do you mean? And she said, exactly. this tree, but it, you, you hang it on the wall. And I was like, okay. And, um, and she said that I should come look at hers because she had bought me one, right? Okay. When I first saw hers, the first thing I did was laugh. <laughs> right. And, um, that and is then, the natural response. Right. But then, you know, I mean, the more I looked at it, you know, it's, it, it is, it's, it's a small Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Got like a, um, like a hook um, at the top. And so you put a nail in the wall, you actually hang it up there. So it's, a, you know, it, you, it, it, and like in my house, I have a big house, but I didn't know exactly where I was going to put a tree. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I wanted to go to all the trouble of putting up a tree and taking out a tree when it's just going to be me and maybe like two people here, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so she gave me this thing, right? And, uh, and I hung it up. And actually in the picture, um, all the colored lights, I actually put on it. Okay. Okay. Um, it comes with some balls and um, all the white lights. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like ran, you know, like 150 more lights on it. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I had somebody come over to clean the house 
uh, the other day. And, um, and so <laughs> this person, I was showing him around and everything. I, I have to tell you that because it's a funny story too. But um, okay. so I was her around and I was showing her different places. And I said, and she kind of looked at the thing because it wasn't lit up yet, right? It was saying, mm -hmm. right? I said, that's my Christmas tree, right? And, uh, and she goes, it's a tree? <laughs> and so I explained it to her like I'm explaining to you. And yeah. Get in, right? And she goes, okay. And so she <laughs> then, and when it lit up, she, it, she honestly, she was like, whoa, right? <laughs> yeah. Right up close, right? <laughs> and she goes, oh, that's, that's kind of cute. Yeah. yeah, well, I was going to say, the more you stare at it, um, yeah. I think it, because, you know, when I first saw it, I, of course, laughed. And then I was mm -hmm. like, well, you can't put presents around the Christmas tree if the Christmas tree is on the wall. Right. So I'm putting the, if, I didn't take a picture of the floor, but there's actually Christmas. Stacked underneath it. Stacked underneath it. And when Which, I get high enough, I think eventually it'll cover the cord. To take there you go. Exactly. But I was like, this would almost be like perfect if the tree was a bigger Christmas tree. So it, it you know, like covered more of the wall, like in terms of the yeah. length. Cause it's, and it's that would out. be cool. I guess it's about three foot tall. Yeah. I think if it was wide. taller, it, yeah. cause I mean, really it just looks like you're staring in front of a Christmas tree, which is, you know, what you see anyway. <laughs> it looks like um, one that's floating in the air. <laughs> ex right. In the picture it does, <laughs> but, but I, I do think it'd be interesting if they, they were bigger and I mean, that should be easy enough to just throw up oh, every yeah. year. So what I'm going to do the day after Christmas is I'm going to take a trash bag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to slide it in there. Slide in. Exactly. It's ready to go next year. <laughs> Again, that and, is um, what I do with my tree. I kept the box, and so yeah. each year I just put it, slide it in, and pull it back out. So, <laughs> wow. Well, the funny thing was, <laughs> there's actually a little star to go on top of it. Right? <laughs> is there really? Um, yeah. And so the my cleaning person, right? She saw she saw the star sitting out, and she goes, "Oh, is there a little star to go on it?" And uh, I said, "Yeah, but it doesn't really fit on it." And so she tried to make a stick on the top. <laughs> it, it, it's like too heavy for it. Oh. It, it like keeps falling forward. So like the top of the star, the tip of the star is like pointing at you. And uh, it looks I guess it would be better if you were able to mount the star on the wall with the tree. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Because I mean, so, I it's like the longer I look at it, I'm like, oh, this would be so badass. You could like, instead of like, well, I mean, again, since I just go through the motions of putting up a tree, I'm like, I could like hang that above or on basically the fireplace and then you yeah. put the tree, the presents up underneath it. So that's, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, so, yeah, stupid mean, when serious. you look at it at first, but yes. it makes sense. <laughs> so my, my, the girl who was cleaning, right, she was, she, she was saying she didn't have any place to put up a tree, so she wasn't even going to put up a tree. And I said, well, you know what? I said, if you play your cards right, you might get a hanging tree. <laughs> that's cool. Well, I mean, you know, again, the more we talk about it, I'm like, ooh, I want a wall tree. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, because I mean, look, everybody, when you first look at it, and I did too, you laugh. Yes. It's, it's, there's a tree hanging on your wall. But it's, you know, it doesn't take up that much space. Well, no, yeah, exactly. And tree, I mean, you could theoretically you know. have a tree in every room if you wanted to, because it's oh, just yeah. hanging on the wall. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Exactly. That, as stupid as it is, is pretty ingenious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. So we'll share that. I'll probably make that the uh, episode image. <laughs> so I, I did have somebody come over to clean mm -hmm. and um and I told her you know when she was like looking around and I was showing because she said you know so what do what did I want her to focus on right mm -hmm. I, well obviously you know I don't have a mop so you know if you can mop that's great 
right? And because um, and, I told her, I said, you know, I feel like, I don't feel like I'm a dirty person, mm-hmm. but I am, I know, a single man. So I said, I'm sure there are things that I don't think about to clean, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, okay, right? And so she kind of starts wandering around. She starts looking, you know, by, like behind my curtains and my blinds. And I said, all right, see like that. And she goes, what? And I said, you know, I've been in this house since May. And I've <laughs> never looked behind any of my curtains. Right. <laughs> and she was like, you never looked behind the curtains? I said, no. I said, so I don't know. I said, I haven't looked. I said, it could be terrifying behind these curtains. I would, if I were you, I would walk around, look behind all the curtains and see if they need a good cleaning. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and then, so I asked her afterwards. I was like, well, how scary was it? She said, it wasn't very scary. Um, and I said, I don't dust. Yeah, that is my my biggest downfall is yeah. I hate dusting. I said I don't even with a Swiffer. I'm so. just I'm like no. <laughs> yeah, so I said I need you to dust, and um, I, you know, because I vacuum mm-hmm. and I, I'll scrub the the toilets and the the bathtub and stuff like that. You know, but if it's something I don't look at, I don't think about cleaning it. Right. Right. So you know, so I said you know just anything you think I wouldn't pay any attention to that probably needs cleaning. Well, it's funny when you say that, um, just as far as this whole thing, um, I used to, Kay and I used to have someone who would come and clean every, at first it was like every two weeks, and then I think it became like once a month, and then in the end we stopped doing it because we couldn't afford it, but before that person came in, I actually typed up my expectations list and what I wanted her to to clean, Yeah, yeah, because I'm that kind of nerd, what I wanted her to clean and what I wanted her to use to clean it. Did she have to initial certain things? No, she didn't have to initial, but she had to make sure that she always, she always had her list with her. And, um, so that was really nice. I remember the list that you had at the library, too. Yes, I remember. Yeah, I did did make one of those. So that way, you know, I'm like, I don't want you to make any assumptions about what does or doesn't need to be cleaned because these are the things specifically that I'm going to be looking for or looking at. So yeah, my house is extremely neat. I am just really terrible about dusting. I used to be a lot better about it, but I think yeah. the older I get and the more time I spend in front of my computer, when I'm done, I don't even want to, I'm like, I just go into my room. I, I don't even want to deal with um, any house duties or anything like that. So, well, I mean, you know, you know how, what I, I'm like, because you would occasionally just come into my office and like start cleaning stuff. Yes. Yep. Yep. You know? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm filthy. No, no, no. And you don't need, right. like, constant monitoring. It's just kind of right. like, you know, once a month or something, and you come over, exactly. okay, this needs to be straightened, this needs to be dusted, and then you're done. So Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, when do you, when did I want her to come back? And I said, I don't know, I'll let you know. It'll be <laughs> a few months or something. I mean, did she do a good job? She did, she did. Um, the kitchen looked fantastic afterwards. I mean, she, she even, like, I don't know, I just have stuff sitting on the counters a lot of time, you know. And she, she like had them all like arranged and she put, well, stuff I will in. say as an also um, quasi single person, um, uh, <laughs> or at least, you know, my, mostly I'm single as far as living by myself, I would say that you should have that person come in, even if it's just once a month, that way you can ignore it for the most part for, for the month. And then whatever dust and stuff that would accumulate, they'll come through and dust that up every month. Yeah. So if it if it's affordable, I would say I would suggest that. I will say there's a when you mentioned the vacuum cleaner, I had a a funny vacuum cleaner story. So my my parents, when I was younger, uh, they purchased a rainbow 
uh, it's one of those vacuum cleaners that uses simply uh, water. Um, and then it, it basically, when you vacuum stuff up, it collects in the bin in the water. So you see all the stuff that's being vacuumed up. So it's not huh. using the water itself, I believe, on the carpet, although right. that is part of what's funny about it. So they, there's, they've had it since like the early 90s. The company is still around, and Gwen happens to work with one of the distributors, basically. And so my parents, well, my dad doesn't like to throw anything away. So, I mean, if you're looking for anything from the 80s or 90s, he still has them. So they had put it up in the garage, and they hadn't used it for years because they installed it a central vac system in the house. So... Uh, Gwen decided that she were offered to get it repaired because I think part of it had obviously would something had had dry rotted, I believe. So when she once she told me it was repaired, I said, "Oh, just give it to me because they'll never use it." I said, "I don't even think my dad realizes it's not there, or you mm-hmm. know, whatever, because he hadn't been using it." Needless to say, it has been months now, and I just put it up. And I haven't actually used it um, because I don't know how it works. (laughs) So I took it, even though I had no clue what to do with it. And again, I mean, I suppose I could Google it or something or even ask her. But um, yeah, so it now has a shampooer and stuff, but I wouldn't even know how to use it. I just, I'm like, I just pull out the Dyson, which is what I've had for at least a decade now. And that's what I use, but I want to use it before. Uh, my parents take it back because when I went for Thanksgiving, my dad was like, I'm not talking to you. And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> you know? yeah. Cause he had realized that I had the, the rainbow and that, you know, it's like, but dad, you didn't even realize, you know, that it was there, let, let alone gone, whatever. Yeah. So, he's, so he threatened, I told him, I said, you know, look, you can come get it. I said, I'm not bringing it to you, but you can come get it. So he still hasn't. I'm sure he's going to forget again at some point. Because he's like, I wanted to use the shampoo. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you did, Dad. You know, I'm like, I'm your daughter. And I, you know, my bad habits comes from basically uh, my parents. And he will do the same thing. He'll get it and put it, put it up and not use it. So I'm not, I'm not stressing about it. But now, I mean, did, was he legit annoyed? Heck no. no. He can't be annoyed at me because I'm like, no, uh-uh. you know, I don't let it bother me if he gets annoyed because I'm like, <laughs> you know, the, I've spoiled him over the years with like technology, you know, tech stuff, electronics and stuff like that. So if he even tries it, I'm like, yeah, I ain't got time for that. So <laughs> I'm out. So um, even though I say I'm his favorite child, I assume I am, but um, I, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway, I say it was you. You were definitely his favorite. Yeah, I like I said. I now, now I, it's in doubt. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you know, I'd like to believe because you know, I always say, of course, my brother is my mom's favorite because Mel and I are just too similar. So right. you know, but my dad and I were also extremely sil- similar. But where there is the differences, I think that that makes up for. Um, basically like he's more laid back i'm more stringent about stuff you're a rigid so it's more of a complementary opposite right. and right. so yeah because dad was always the tech person 
I more grav gravitated towards him, even though I get my, you know, need for organization and stuff very much from my mom. So I am literally a carbon copy of the two of them, <laughs> which I think is kind of cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. What's up next? Uh, so, um, you know, I've been on Spotify since 2016. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things I love about Spotify, and one, one of the things I think you would love. I've used Spotify. <laughs> for any long period of time, though? Mm -hmm. no, you know, no, no, no. I mean, it was just for like a couple months, and then yeah, I. Yeah, so that's, that doesn't count. All right. So it's <laughs> it long count. enough. It doesn't count. Yeah. If you're finished, they start to collect all this data on you, right? And then periodically they share it with you. And some of it's just fascinating. So mm -hmm. at the end of every year, they like create this like video talking about my year in music. Oh, so like what Facebook does with stuff. Yeah, but, but more interesting. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, it's musical. It actually plays music during different parts and has photos and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, um, so I, I took note of some of these things, right? So they said that this year I listened to over 22,000 minutes of music on Spotify. Wow. It's down to about 366 hours. And then I did the math myself. It's about a little over 15 24-hour days. Nice. Yeah. So um, they told me my top five artists for the year. Mm -hmm. right? And I think anybody who knows me is not going to be shocked by this top five at all. I, I am not going to be shocked, I'm up. sure. But number five was Taylor Swift. Okay. Yep. Number four was Katy Perry. Okay. Yeah. Number three was Prince. Mm-hmm. Number two, I was a little surprised she'd be so high, was Lady Gaga. Wow, I am surprised by that. And the number one for 2019... Has to be Robbie. ...was Robbie Williams. Ex exactly. ...said that I listened to um, 22 hours worth of Robbie, which my first reaction, this tells you how much of a Robbie fan I am, was, really? That, that sounds so little. Yeah. <laughs> 22 hours, that doesn't sound like that much. That's right. Like, hey, um... So my top five songs of the year, and I was genuinely stunned by some of these, but I believe okay. it, right? So number five was Feel, Feel It Still by Portugal, The Man. I've never even heard, what is that? You would I recognize don't... it. Okay. You would recognize it. Matter of fact, when I created my Groove Things playlist and shared it with you uh, several months ago, and I said, you ought to listen to it. Uh, what the hell? There. Okay. Well, I mean, I hadn't used I haven't used Spotify in ages, but okay. Anyway, so it's on that it's on that <clears throat> list that you shared with me that I did not is. know about. Okay, no, you knew about it. No, I didn't know about it because you said you didn't really want, want to listen to Spotify, and I said, "Well, listen if you get a chance; it'll make you shake your butt." And you said, "Well, we'll see about that." I yeah. don't even remember that conversation. Well, so go back to your, go back your text it messages. It doesn't count because okay. you saved every damn one since like two thousand. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so it's in there. All right, if you say so. All right, so what number was number four, four? Number four was Want You Back by Cher Lloyd. Oh, wow, okay, all right. The great song. Mm -hmm. I didn't really play it that much. <laughs> but number three was Hand Clap by Fitz and the Tantrums, which I do mm -hmm. love the song. Okay. <laughs> have number I two, heard that song before? You should have. It was all over the place, and it's been on commercials. You would have heard it on commercials. Okay. Uh, number two was a Robbie Williams song, and I this I never would have thought would have been the one that I had listened to the most. But was for it Ghost? No, it was Gold. <laughs> what is a song off of um, 
you know, his Under the Radar Volume 3. Holy crap. I don't, th- I don't have that. I don't think I have Volume 3. So that might be why yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I really like the song, but I, 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 if I were listing my top 20 Robbie songs. Yeah, that wouldn't even be in your yeah. top 20. Yeah. So number one, though, this one stunned me. <laughs> That's okay. right. I don't remember listening to it that much. Uh, was Love is a Battlefield. Yes. Fucking Benatar. <laughs> That's fantastic. And in the year 2019, <laughs> this is the song I listened to the it's most. It's so poetic, prophetic. Well, all of that is just, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That all is right. awesome. So I got, I got more numbers for you. Okay. It said I listened to artists from 39 different countries this year, right? Mm-hmm. I listened to 438 new artists this year that i had never played before that sounds like a lot wow 438 but the one that came out as my new artist of the year was Blackpink. right oh yep 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 it said you explored 20 of their songs listened to three of their albums and spent over four hours with them all right all right now i got one more one more set of numbers for you okay right. there, these are numbers these are facts so in 2016, right, it told me that my most played artist was, guess who? Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Mm-hmm. And 2016, my top song was The Heavy Entertainment Show by Robbie Williams, hmm. which kind of baffles me because it's actually one of my least favorite songs mm-hmm. on the album. But anyway, <laughs> 20, but it's the first song on the album, so I can only assume that I like started out a lot. Anyway. So 2017 comes along. Uh, my top artist was Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my top song though was "You Make My Dreams." Paul <laughs> <All> Oates. <laughs> okay. 2018. My top artist Robbie Williams. Mm-hmm. The top song was "Never Be the Same" by Camila Cabello. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then of course I told you 2019, mm-hmm. but. So those were those were all the facts that came out from my little thing. That's really uh, awesome. I mean, yeah, I will say that that is cool. I mean, obviously, I have my movie track, my app that I track movies now, as well as all my shows. So it tells me, I, it gives it some stats. I don't pay for like the premium on it. It would give me even more stats, but I'm like, you know, whatever. But it would be cool to know. I will say, yeah. um, so my music library is very Robbie heavy since I got a lot of music from you. So kind of like how we always used to do our thing where it's like, we can't be out and not hear a Fleetwood song. I can't listen to something on, on like shuffle or even I, I actually still use my iPod in the car without a doubt. There will be at least one Robbie song that plays whenever I get in the car. So, so yeah, but I mean, my, my library is about like 7,000 songs, yeah. But yeah, Robbie is so very heavy in, in that mix that, um, that, you know, I think it's kind of cool. But yeah, I, with Spotify, I don't know. I just, because again, I like to still own my music. Yeah. Uh, I know Spotify really isn't, you know, that's not the way it's built. Uh, I, I'm still attached to Apple because my entire ecosystem is Apple and it's just easier. Yeah. I do miss. I've just the, moved on stuff. completely from my old iTunes again. <laughs> I know. It's a doggone. I did like Spotify's different playlists and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I think that Apple could do better with that because uh, like if you pick something or like or even like Apple radio stuff it there's no way for you to like save your favorite station once you've listened to it it just shows up on your list regardless yeah. of if you want it there or you don't um, so I do think that there's some things that they could do better with their interface uh, but I the only thing I have consistently liked with Apple is that every week on Tuesdays they release basically what is my favorite mix. So they'll mm -hmm. pull songs that, you know, I guess for my library or just stuff I've listened to. And um it's always twenty-five songs every Tuesday. And so sometimes I'll save them as playlists on my computer and then like I'll share it with Gwen and stuff. So mm -hmm. she has something new to listen to. But but yeah, I I liked Spotify when I used it, but I'm like, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, with Spotify, they, they do something similar. They, they'll create playlists of my, you know, my favorite songs. And mm -hmm. um, there's a playlist every week that's like um, new music they think I'll like. And yeah. I, yeah, they do that too. Music, I know, sometimes I never like old music. Yeah. yeah, I never actually listen to that. But they, I do. I listen I to it every week. Um, and then some, they always make like four new mixes every week. That are like different genres that I play a lot. Oh, okay. Um, and some of those are sometimes interesting. And um, and like this time when they did, they, they actually made a playlist for me, my top songs 2019. Which yeah, was like see, that is cool. Songs that I played the most. So yeah, there are things on here like Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Okay. Uh, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. No Scrubs by TLC. Yes. <laughs> September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> Shallow that comes up a lot Gaga. for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Africa by Toto. So, all wow. Yeah. So, I, I have, like, one of the smart lists on, um, what do you call it? On Apple Music, iTunes, whatever. And so in my library and so it is showing that like my top most played i have a top 25 i assume that this is in the order that they're played but uh well yeah i believe it is rehab by amy winehouse is my number one most played song wow. <laughs> i have let's see if it does what it did in the old days where i can see how many it's which is surprising the play count is only 23 so not sure why that would be yeah. And then Just Friends, which is also Wayne, I mean, okay, so that's not, it's not doing it in order. Um, Apologize, uh, which is, of course, um, One Republic oh, yeah. with, but the, this is the Timberland mixed version. Oh, jeez. I've, hey, that, that really, I, anyway, I've, and I've Timbaland played, adds a lot, lot to that damn song. He, he does this Timbaland thing. He adds flavor to it. And I like that the flavor. that song doesn't need flavor. It's got so much emotion. As I, I, yeah, and that's fine. But like, I can't listen to it now without it being the, the, the. <laughs> Timbaland version because I think it like I said it adds something a, a dimension to it I have listened whatever I've listened to that song 69 times well, so that wow <laughs> sorry I'm a teenager too much I think so um yeah. I'm scrolling through that looks like it is the most listened to song in my entire music library is Timber is um apologize <laughs> which again, doesn't actually surprise me. <laughs> wow. So, hmm. Well, I, I did want to share my year of music. So, you know. That, yeah, that's cool. This time of year is uh, testing at school. 
So we have uh, end of course tests coming up next week. Matter of fact, Monday and Tuesday are their uh, English EOCs. And um, since I, um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> but you All think right, I, I just up? No, no, no. I was worried because I'm looking at our program guide and it says that, you know, I lost connectivity since it's trying to connect. And I was like, oh, I wonder if the, the podcast is still there. No, nope, you're but, still here. Okay. Um, so, you know, I teach all EOC courses, and um, which was my reward for uh, doing well last year, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so all of my classes are building up to this milestone. And, um, and I call them milestones in EOC interchangeably because they have different, that's the same thing. But uh, so all of my kids will be taking their tests Monday and Tuesday. Monday's their essay day. And then Tuesday's okay. like short response and multiple choice day. Um, but the whole week next week's going to be crazy because then Wednesday is like math milestones. Thursdays is like uh, U.S. history and economics. And then Friday is physical science. And so the schedule's all mixed up and all this stuff. But then the week after that, Last week of the semester. Which is awesome. So, I mean, as a teacher, when does it, like, end end for you, and how long are you out? Um, so, the 18th is a half day, and um, so the kids will all leave around 12, mm -hmm. and then we always have um, little festivities for the teachers. At the end of the year, we have a big, like... Um, you made it through the year party? <laughs> yeah, it's like a system-wide thing where, like, okay. all the schools come together at the high school, and we have mm -hmm. a karaoke and <laughs> music I can and imagine. Um... But, yeah. <laughs> but for the, for the semester thing, it's not that big. Right. It's just the school. And so I think, like, the principal and uh, one of the coaches, they're supposed to be grilling steaks that day um, for the teachers and stuff. So, and, I, you know, I already know my uh, classes and – class rosters and everything for next semester. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, so, yeah, okay, you're, no, you don't just, sound very happy. Well, no, it's, and it has nothing to do with the person that will be with me. Um, but I just don't like having a co-teacher. Mm -hmm. um, it's just not, I just don't like it. I like being in control in my room. Um, and uh, so, but whenever I have an, what they call an inclusion class, which means that there's certain kids there who need um, special assistance. Mm -hmm. um, then I have a co-teacher and technically the inclusion kids are on her role. Okay. I'm like, we're co-teachers, but technically I'm, I'm kind of the lead teacher. Right. So right. My room and I'm the content teacher. Right. And then she's there to make sure that all of their accommodations are being met. And that, you know, if they require like special, things like maybe study guides mm -hmm. like that. She's in charge of those. And, um, and so I, you know, I'll have her for two of my three classes. Next oh, week. okay. Okay. I can see why that wouldn't be. Yeah. Okay. And you know, it's okay. Cause I've had her before and we, we get along. Okay. And everything. It's just, it's just in general, you know, I prefer to be on my own. Um, so you only teach three classes. Yeah. So I, we're on block schedule. So mm -hmm. each, Classes are about um, 80 minutes long. They, they call them 90 minutes, but that's counting the time they have in between classes. Right. Class. Um, so, yeah, I have three 90-minute classes every day. Um, so, I have it right now, I have American literature, first block, ninth grade literature, second block. Then I have planning, third block. 
which doesn't sound, it's not as cool as it sounds because I like <laughs> drink that all the time. And then fourth block, I have um, another American lit. So, hmm, okay. Yeah. That's kind of so, cool. Yeah, yeah, I remember block scheduling. I actually yeah. like block, block block. I love block scheduling. Um, I hope we never move off of it. Cause yeah, we had, when I was in high school, we had block Tuesday through Thursday. Right. And then I think Monday and Friday were like, you hit L7 of your classes or whatever. But, um, but yeah. yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, there's lots of those modified blocks and stuff like that. But we're on a full block schedule. Oh, okay. So no modified blocking at all. Right. That's why we are on a semester because. Well, we were on a semester. Well, yeah. Typically, if you're on full block, you know, you can run through the whole course in a semester. And then if you're on, you know, what they call just traditional, the seven classes a day, mm -hmm. you have full year classes, you know, so. Well, yeah, I mean, but ours was the modified block on yeah. the, no, no, I would, did not go to school in Covington. I went You're to school in Conyers, Conyers. right? Yeah, that Although is, now I'm not really claiming Conyers because it, it's all sorts of crazy. But yes, we had modified block. Um, and I forget, were you there during the big sex scandals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how did we you avoid really all like that? We don't talk about, we don't talk about that stuff. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. What is it? The lost children of Rockdale County. Yeah, they're, this is it, old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're not lost. They just had like VD. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not lost. We know where they are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, I was, I was there during that, um, that period. Mm -hmm. And what was it? it There's something specific. It was, this, it was a syphilis outbreak. Syphilis. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. 1996. Chlamydia. All right. So no, I was in high school at that time in 96 and yeah, there, <laughs> I'm sorry. For those of you, those of you listening in other parts of the country or around the world, uh, you can Google this. Um, there was a lot of sex going on in high schools and syphilis went around, but like on the documentaries I was watching, they were like having sex parties and stuff. Yeah. So like These if you're people looking, were like, <laughs> You weren't invited to any of these. No, I, I was deaf. I wasn't even sexually active at that time. So, it, yeah, no. And I mean, that certainly was enough to scare anybody straight. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, that was the wonderful 1990. So it was also the year of the Atlanta Olympics. So, um, <laughs> lots of, lots of good things. But I do miss the 90s. I swear I miss the 90s. I don't it's really funny the how 90s. they. I miss the eighties. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I miss the eighties and nineties. I I enjoy the eighties, but no. So if you like, just Google "Lost Children of Rockdale County," um, it pops up in the little knowledge box. A syphilis epidemic among teens of an affluent community points to drug use, orgies, and aimlessness. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm like, go. okay, aimlessness. I got, I got that. So. <laughs> yeah, those those were the good old days. <laughs> I guess they're implying that because you know they're aimless, they didn't have anything to do. That's why obviously, I, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. well, that yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> so, um, I will say I figured out last week that I can, in fact, still use Audacity on my computer. I basically had to do what was kind of a jailbreak, um, on my computer <laughs> for that program to work again. 
because there were plenty of people out there. It's like, you know, why, you know, especially those who have upgraded. And again, I tell myself every time that I need to, I used to like to stagger it. So I would stay on one operating system with Mac. Um, if they added a new one, I would wait until they added the next one to move up right. to the one before it kind of thing. So, but I figured, you know, after three or six months, I think I was like, okay, I can go ahead and, and upgrade despite knowing that audacity wasn't officially supported, but not really thinking about it. So anyway, I did thanks to Google and YouTube. I was able to figure out the hack so I can, um, edit in, um, on the Mac. And what was funny is that I apparently had like this old, old, old version that I was still using. It never updated itself. Mm. And so even I updated to the most recent version of Audacity and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> functionally it still works the same, but just right. visually it's different and it's cleaner and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it was really like, it was like early 2000s. <laughs> version of audacity i assume so. i have the newest version it's yeah, where you might want to check their website because i thought it would auto update itself but it never did apparently and for me i'm like if it works i'm gonna keep using it i'm not gonna ask questions so so yeah yeah well i mean mine came preloaded on my laptop and i got the laptop just a few months ago so i'm assuming it's a pretty current one but, yeah but i'm sure that they would have probably had a um an update between when you bought yeah. it and yeah so mm. Anywho, now, yeah I, I i noticed you said on here a church's chicken experience mm -hmm. and i was confused because church's chicken is predominantly from what i understand a a place frequented by African-Americans. Okay. And yes, you are correct. And so this is exactly why this is very indicative of the fact that I don't really associate it with being black most of the times. Right. So I know you like church's chicken. Yeah. I haven't had it in years. I used to eat it sometimes when we were at the library because there's one. Right. right. But I, again, you, you said it's a staple of the black community. Let's put it that way. Yeah. However, my taste tends to skew a little bit more posh. So I don't do churches. I don't do Popeyes. I'll do I like KFC. Popeyes now. Now I'll do KFC. I don't want, and I don't want Bojangles. I don't want any of that stuff. It needs to be KFC. Well, I love Zaxby's though. Yeah, Zax, Zax, I have to be in a mood for Zaxby's. But oh, I'm always so, <laughs> so I wanted chicken. My favorite. I only eat chicken legs. Like if I'm eating the physical, like the piece of the the actual piece of the animal, it's got to be legs, which is I'm funny. Because, man. Well, I guess I, I know. Um, I, I am. Um, it's funny because there's several of my cousins that are exactly the same way. And so growing up, you know, <laughs> my grandmother would always say, you know, the chicken only has two legs. You all can't <laughs> get a leg. And I being the older would usually end up getting one because if I didn't get the chicken leg, I wasn't eating any chicken. I just no, mm. didn't want it. Okay. So um, today I was in a mood and I really felt for some chicken. So I looked on my new favorite ordering app, which is Grubhub. And I use DoorDash. 
I, that's what I used to use, but Grubhub is so much cooler. I like the, the experiences a, a lot better to me. And what I really love is that they give you the option of they provide, like, you could round up <laughs> and the change, like, say, for instance, your order comes out to twenty two twenty nine, right? And it'll round it up to, the, to $23. And that difference, they donate for you. And what's cool is that you don't even have to, you know, figure the math, obviously, you just tell it, oh, tip 20% or whatever percent. And then right. it shows you the balance. And anyway, so I, I, I don't know, I think it's the charitable part of it that I really like. Also, the ease of, of using it. And it's, it's just better. <laughs> so, I mean, I still have DoorDash because there's a couple of places on there that's not on Grubhub. But anyway, so I, you know, again, wanted chicken today. I wasn't going to leave the house for it. The last time I left the house, I think was for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Something like that. So, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to order it, you know, order a three piece chicken legs, original recipe, which I know some people will think it's funny. I like original recipe of any of that stuff, despite pulling off the skin. Um, <laughs> well, because that's, that's like the part. worst part. No, no, it's the not. Best part. No, it's the worst part for you. But so, it's the best tasting part. But to me, I need it to be original because the way it's cooked to me is better. So by pulling off the skin, it's a lot more tender. And anyway, so I ordered my three pieces, and then I chose like mac and cheese as a side, and you know I got my. I got a drink and I added an actual dessert item, which I, they have like this apple pie thing or whatever. Mm. I did not enjoy the, the experience at all. The only thing that was ultimately good to me was their honey butter um, biscuit uh. and the <clears throat> dessert. The chicken, even like when I pulled off the skin and all that stuff, despite it being tender, it was just salty. And I have this like weird, I, I don't have a very good tolerance for, for salt. Okay. So it, that, you know, I forced myself to finish all three of the legs. I had like two bites or so of the mac and cheese. And then I, I just threw the rest away. I, no, hmm. no. So I am a, um, fried chicken snob, clearly. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you're a snob all about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Although true. you love your damn Waffle House or whatever it is. I do. Oh, so much better than Huddle House. Um, but so, they're both trash. Whatever. <laughs> Waffle House is a, a higher quality of trash. Because the person I would, who I would originally say, was with, um, had bought, I think Waffle House was the one who started the Ritz Carlton. So... Uh, when I was little, I always thought of like IHOP as being like the higher class of those. It types. is. Yeah, I think but technically. It's really you know. gone downhill. The, the, the last, all the, the IHOPs I've been in for the last 10 years, everyone, every place has been a little bit dirty. Mm. And I mean, it, it feels like a Waffle House. Yeah, no, I, um, I don't mind it quite so much. Yeah, I used to love them. But yeah, um, William B. Johnson, he was one, the one, the one-time Waffle King, <laughs> uh, was the one who until, until the crown was stolen from him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Waffle Prince. Yeah, so it says I'm looking at something here. Before he bought the rights to the Ritz Carlton Hotel brand in 1983, William B. Johnson was known mainly as an owner of Waffle House diners. So. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I, I've gone to Popeye's a few times recently. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, because I don't really love Popeye's, but I want one of those damn Popeye's sandwiches, right? The chicken sandwich. Everybody's talking about it. The one that, like, nobody can get, kind of? <laughs> yeah. I've been there three times since they started it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I went there the first time, and they were sold out. And then I went the second time, and it was during that period where they were, like, on break from them or whatever. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, November. And um, then this, the other night, I happened to be just driving by the, the one here in gray. And I was like, oh, I'll swing in. Get me one of those chicken sandwiches. Nope. They were sold out again. Well, that, I remember that when I was living down in middle Georgia in Edenton and, and, and Milledgeville, because you know how much I love the McRib. And they would always run out of that crap. So, so th- see, that's me being a little bit ghetto. I love McRib. I don't ever want to know what's in it. I don't care. But anytime it is back on the menu, that is what I want. Yeah, I, and I'm not a big McRib person. I don't ever love loves them. I've had them. Oh, I just love They're them. okay, but yeah, I don't know what I'm eating. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know because again, I can in that identify. case, in that case, they say it's rib meat, but I don't believe it. I don't care. I don't want. I li- I seriously don't want to know. I love yeah. it that much. So I'm like, don't ruin it by telling me what's in it. If I'm eating a cat or a rat or whatever, just yeah. don't tell me. That's like I sometimes. Sometimes I get a craving for the old. Um, chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Yes, because um, I always love the dark meat ones because yeah. I could, you could tell a lot of times you could even tell by looking at the nugget which one was the dark meat. Yeah. That was my favorite experience. And then when they went to all white meat, I was like, what the fuck? It's like, look, I, I still like them. I eat them. I don't. Sometimes <laughs> I miss the, the old trashy ones. You know, yeah, they, that was the dark meat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, because, yeah, now it's like as even Wendy's and stuff like that, you can't get just regular, you know, chicken nuggets, like, yeah. with mixed meat um, anymore because, you know, they thought, I guess, white, the white meat was better for everybody. But I liked the bastard pieces. <laughs> so well, yeah, because I know, like, like, they used to have, like, pressed chicken, so they would just take all the chicken parts, you know, and just grind yes. Yeah. Including, <laughs> like, all the things people really didn't want to eat, you know? Well, I mean, um, yeah, isn't the joke kind of, like, with the McRib that it's all the leftover pieces? Yes. That didn't make, yeah. So I'm like, hey, that's cool. I don't care. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. We have spent the majority – we've been on here for, what, almost an hour now? Almost we've an only, hour. Yeah, we've, be, we've only been in our first segment pretty much. I know. <laughs> so I guess we need to move along. We, we can stop uh, talking about – uh, trees on the wall and chicken yes, and all that yeah. stuff. Cleaning so the what, house. Stuff, what yeah. movie did you see this week? Um, so I didn't go to the theater, but um, you know I love um, Quentin Tarantino. Yes, yes. I. There's one Quentin Tarantino movie I'd never seen. So I actually found really? the other night one of his nine movies he's done I'd never watched, which was Jackie Brown. Which is hilarious because yeah, he's only done nine movies. So the fact that you love him and did not see that one is it because it was so black? Is that why? No, it's just I just <laughs> never, you know, because it was the second one he did after Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. And you know, Pulp Fiction um, is it's not, not one of your favorites. Yeah, it's one of my least favorites of his. Mm-hmm. And so when Jackie Brown came out, I was like, eh, you know, it's that guy who did Pulp Fiction. And um, <laughs> it wasn't until the next movies, you know, after that, I got into him. Right. I just never gone back to it, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was really good. Um, you know, it had definitely some some Tarantino um, elements there, mm-hmm. but it it felt different from the beginning. And I looked online, and yeah, it's actually based on a book by Elmore Leonard. So it's the only film he's done that's based on 
like source material. Yeah. Um, all of his other movies, you know, he wrote and came up with and stuff. So it did feel a little different, but it was very good. Um, Pam Greer was in it. She yep, was awesome. I knew that. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's great. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro is in it. I didn't know he was. I in didn't it. know that. Yeah, he's got a major role in it. And um, Bridget Fonda. And I wow. Have, uh, so Bridget Fonda, I've never thought I was attracted to. But you were in that movie. She plays a slutty surfer girl, right? <laughs> okay. Who's out with um, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. And um, she wears just like shorts through the whole thing. It's mostly she's in a bikini top and shorts, right? And I mean, I, I've heard people say, especially in stories, like she had legs for days, mm-hmm. right? And I always thought that was just kind of stupid, right? Because everybody's legs about the same length, right? But, <laughs> but my God. <laughs> She would be like laying on the couch and I'm never, I've never been like into legs. That's not like, you know, a body part. I mean, I like legs. Okay. Right? Well, no, you like specifically like you like, you like legs in boots. That's, that's well, I do. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. But, but you know, legs are usually like, Oh, you know, I like like skirts and stuff. Cause you know, it makes you think of, you know, kind of renting your hand up the legs. Sure. If you say all that so. stuff under there. Right. Mm-hmm. But damn, she had legs for days. Um, it, it looked like, I swear to God, when she'd be laying on the couch, it looked like three quarters of her body was a leg. <laughs> I mean, it was just, I mean, they looked so long and smooth. Oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, and I was like, it's, it's all right. So I actually, I actually sent a, um, a private message to Derek Ferguson, our friend who reviews movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I actually told him, I said, um, I said, you know, I never thought I was attracted to, to Bridget Fonda before. I said, but. And I know he loves Jackie Brown. I said, but yeah, I was watching Jackie Brown and I said, damn, <laughs> thanks. You know, anyway. Well, so I, Bridget Fonda, of I, course. I know I'm taught, I, I, I've lost track of the whole plot of the movie. That, yes, but that's fine. The movie was good. The movie was good. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna note Bridget Fonda for those who are younger may not know that she's a part of an acting dynasty, much like Drew Barrymore. So her yeah, father her is Fonda. Peter Fonda, and her um, grandfather is Henry Fonda, and he was also huge. And interesting fact: she's been married to Danny Elfman since two thousand three. And I know you love Danny Elfman, so yeah, so yeah. yeah. Um, so I also uh, sat down on Sunday because mm-hmm. I love movies and my kids are always surprised that I have not watched the Conjuring universe of movies mm-hmm. so um on Sunday I actually watched the Conjuring Annabelle which was the next in the series and the Conjuring 2 and uh, I get Annabelle out of the way first I found that one like okay it was eh, because it took like way too long to get anything creepy and it was just very predictable but the Conjuring and the Conjuring 2 my god those <laughs> great movies Okay. I mean, the directing is fantastic. The uh, the pacing, the plot, they they are very old fashioned in some ways. Mm-hmm. There are some things they do that are so creepy and scary. That's so small. Like there's this one part in the first one where these kids are playing this game. It's like it's like um, uh, hide and go seek, but it's um, I forget what they call it. They call it something else. But anyway, the person who's doing the searching has to wear like a blindfold. Mm-hmm. And so uh, while they're looking around for everybody else, they can ask you three times, only three times to clap. Okay. You clap. And that helps them try to find where you are. Right. And there was this one part where actually they do it a couple times, but it's so damn creepy. It's just so strange. <laughs> it's like, um, 
there, she, she comes into, uh, she says, all right, you know, clap, right? You hear clap, clap, right? So she goes into the room and there's like a um, closet there filled with clothes. Mm-hmm. And, and so she's like feeling around on the walls and stuff. Of course, she can't see anything, right? Right. Like clap, you know, and you see these, they're just, they're like, like um, grayish hands. Just a person's hands, but they're all gray and like wrinkled mm-hmm. from between two of the clothes and they clap. Right, and then the hands go back in. That's creepy as fuck. It's nothing but <laughs> hands, right? Yeah. But then, of course, they're like walking towards you. Know, I know you're in the closet, you know, and like reaching in there. So, and that's just brilliant. I love the fact. I love movies. Um, and you know, sort the of simplest of things, unquote, just bad movies because mm-hmm. I love how much they can do with really cheap special effects. Mm-hmm. But that would cost nothing. But it was like one of the most affecting things I've seen. I watch a lot of horror movies, and sometimes there's so many special effects, and sometimes they don't scare me at all, you know. But there's like stuff in this one that's like really creepy. It's wonderful, and uh, they're it's inspired, I should say. It's inspired, but it's inspired by. It. <laughs> but the the couple who are in it, who do the the hunting, ghost hunting, mm-hmm. they were real people. I found a ton of stuff about them. They're famous. They were the ones who investigated Amityville. They um, did all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, at the beginning of the second movie, they basically do the Amityville horror in like 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> they, you know, they're there and they all this stuff. And, uh, but I mean, I just, I love it. It is so awesome. If you like horror movies and you have not watched The Conjuring, you need to watch it. And, and of course, course you're definitely I, not talking about me because I don't even watch any of that stuff. But when I came back to school on Monday, I told my kids, they said, hey, I, you know, I was watching The Conjuring. And of course, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I was telling some of the stuff that creeped me out. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's another part in the second one. There's just like this creepy nun, right? One of the movies okay. later on that I haven't got to is The Nun. It's the, like her story because there's like all these spinoffs from The Conjuring, right? Um, there's like five movies in a series already. Um, but there's like this creepy nun. Anyway, there's this painting of her on the wall. And then you see the painting, you know, start moving like the mouth kind of opens and stuff, right? And then she kind of comes out of the wall and she's, she's dressed in the nun outfit holding the painting over her face. So like her face is, is like moving through the painting mm-hmm. and it sounds weird, but I mean, again, that, I bet you could do that for like 50 bucks. <laughs> it's like a 50 bucks special effect. But it's so damn creepy looking. I'd never seen anything quite like that. And I've watched a lot of horror movies. Um, this is brilliant stuff. So it, this, with this particular um, movie, uh, I guess, franchise, there's only the two they didn't, like, make ten of them or something? Well, so far, um, there's The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. And then there was Annabelle, which is a spinoff. And then there was, like, Annabelle Comes Home or something like that. And then there was The Nun. Um, but I think they've already announced there's going to be another Annabelle movie. And they've already announced they're working on The Conjuring 3 and 4, I think. What? Okay. I guess they um, must but, have done well at the box office. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've made tons of money. And uh, the cast is really good. Um, the, like, the guy who plays the, the main character, um, he's one of those guys that I've seen in so many things, but I don't know his name. Patrick Wilson? Patrick Wilson. There you okay. go. Mm-hmm. And he, I like him. Mm-hmm. I like him and everything I've ever seen him in, but he's somebody I never remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those he's, a, he's a character. Yeah, just one of those. That you, yeah, I get it. Yeah, because he's like good looking, but not so good looking. Right. Remember him. 
and things like that. Um, but yeah, I, those movies are awesome. I'm going to watch them all. Um, you know, and like it, The Conjuring 2 was actually creepy enough that um, I usually watch horror movies during the day. Right? I would. So <laughs> Dude, I never 2, realized that. Yeah. So The Conjuring <laughs> 2 was, uh, especially if I'm like by myself, right? So The Conjuring 2, because uh, I'd watched already two movies before, The Conjuring 2 was still on. It was like getting dark. Mm-hmm. And that scene when the damn nun was like running around holding the picture frame overhead, I was like, yeah, all right, I, I'm going to watch this tomorrow. <laughs> and, um, because, you know, and I was like, I, I turned it over to like, you know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I was like, I need something a little lighter before, you know, I go to bed. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, showing yeah. here. So apparently the first one, the budget was $20 million. Um, worldwide, it made $319.5 million, which yeah. certainly is not a bad um, take home <laughs> yeah and then yeah. the second one they doubled the the budget to th- to 40 and made 320 million so mm. i mean still not certainly not terrible uh but yeah i just i can't do the the whole scary movie thing i mean not not at all so the the third one is supposed to be released september 11th <laughs> mm. 2020 yeah and you know i mean there's so good. I mean, I, I was, it has been a long time since I saw a horror movie that uh, engaged my imagination so much. Um, highly recommended. And because a lot of times the kids will recommend stuff like, like they love Annabelle. They love the Annabelle series. Mm-hmm. And I watched Annabelle and I was like, you know, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> but the conjuring is just amazing. Um, the Annabelle is about this haunted doll. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, I don't I, maybe it's just me, but you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a creepy looking doll, you know, big woo. Well, I mean, but, I think for you you've already had Chucky and stuff. I mean, so yeah. you didn't you didn't need that satisfied for you. You got it in the eighties, nineties. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Annabelle's not even like walking around doing stuff. Annabelle's just like a creepy doll and weird shit happens around her. So know? what do you normally like see her sitting down but then things are happening or is she So it's stuff like, you know, that you throw it out. Mm-hmm. And the next day you're laying in bed and you hear, um, you know, the rocking chair going. Oh, okay. Okay. The middle of the night and there's fucking Annabelle in the rocking chair. <laughs> like, it's I like Elf it. on the Shelf. It just appears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, a lot of times kids will love something and I don't love it so much. And it's because I've seen things like that. Before. Right. Exactly. You know, but The Conjuring was just, it was, it's a smart, intelligent couple of movies. Um, so highly recommended. So what did you watch this week? So uh, Gwen and I did not go to the movies this week. So we're, we're falling back into our slump, I guess. But okay. the past two weeks, she's been super busy. Um, well, she's a newlywed, so she's probably never leaving the bedroom. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to know. That is inappropriate, <laughs> Mary. So uh, she had house guests this past week. Uh, her sister from yeah. Calif- came out from California and was here for Thanksgiving and all that. And so, um, and then with me just coming back to work after five days of no work, uh, Tuesday was my first day back. And so we were definitely not going to go see a movie. But during the Thanksgiving break, I did binge a lot. There was a lot of stuff that I needed to catch up on. And mm-hmm. so I watched over those five days 20 plus hours of of television so it was mostly shows (laughs) i was catching up on um i in between there i managed to slip in watching a couple of new series (laughs) 
Um, and then I watched my first thing on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, Kay and I watched it. And it was, and it's the only thing we've watched thus far. It is a Christmas movie called Noel. <laughs> I heard that was cute. It was cute. And I was like, I thought it was just funny that like, literally I go to Disney plus and the first thing I look at is, you know, something that no one would even know that Disney made kind of thing. Um, yeah. I really love Anna Kendrick. So that's why I watched it. And I thought it was cute. And like Kay has this love of like Christmas movies and like Hallmark movies, which I'm like, so stupid. Uh, but I will indulge him from time to time and watch a couple of them with him with him. So, um, you know, I at least did that. But I still haven't gotten into the Mandalorian yet because um I you had said and I think Gwen and Miles said it's uh it's what episodic so it doesn't it's not like they just release a whole season right it's, it's like an episode a week basically right so the first week so yeah I was like um no I'm I'm just gonna wait until I can binge it so it's been uh yeah the Mandalorian's been great matter of fact later on I was gonna mention it is uh, oh, I figured you would just use the opportunity to bring it up <laughs> It is now the number one show in the world. Which is insane to me. Yeah, only four so, episodes in, but I mean, literally amazing. A, a, a streaming service that just started last month. So think about yep. this, people. Netflix has been around for ages. Yeah. Disney Plus is new on the scene. They have not even been out a month. They released, what is it, November 11th or 10th is when yeah. they came live. And in that short span of time, they have the number one show in the world. Yep. <laughs> that is insane. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been awesome. And, you know, of course, Baby Yoda has become like an internet. Sensation. Yeah, I keep, yeah, I have been seeing stuff um, about that. I haven't looked into it, but. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, and, and even like it's, it's, it's reached, you know, such cultural awareness that, you know, on the, the text message thread that me and all the other English teachers at the school have, you know, that somebody sent out a little baby Yoda meme the other day, you know, of him, his little, his little blankie with a little cup in his hands. <laughs> it, the, the little words were like, you know, me when I should be doing, um, me uh, going back to the couch with my woolly on is when I should be working on my lesson plans. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's into baby Yoda. Uh, yeah, I haven't read it. In, like, I've seen headlines pop up, but I haven't read it because I'm like, you know, I'm not, obviously, since I haven't even watched it yet, I'm not going to go down that deep dive without, anyway. So, so yeah, I, I think it's interesting. And part of the reason, too, why I haven't started watching it, I always have to be in a, a mood to watch certain things, and especially when it's huge franchises like Star Wars or Star Trek or any of that stuff, because mm-hmm. I know it's all-encompassing. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't have time to be in a really serious relationship with you right now. I need to keep it casual. So I got to watch other stuff um, at the moment. So, so yeah, that's, that's, but I mean, I've never, I've not heard anything bad about the Mandalorian. So the fact that it is the number one show, um, still pretty awesome. And for me anyway, I think it's, to me, each episode has been better than the previous one. Um, When I watched the first one, it's like, wow, I really like this. But I wasn't completely blown away. But in the second episode, I was like, wow, this is good. Hang on, it's starring Pedro Pascal. This is awesome. Is that the guy from Game of Thrones? I don't know, but you'll you'll never see Oh, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen seen stuff he's been in. No, he is a guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, he never takes the helmet off. Huh? Oh, which is interesting. (laughs) 
<laughs> Very interesting. That, that, that's a plot point. Yeah, is that he doesn't take the helmet off? Because he's, you know, he was one of my favorite characters in um, Game of Thrones that they, of course, killed off <laughs> since practically everybody dies. Yeah, I was going to um, say you said he was a character in Game of Thrones. That means he was probably killed off. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, because he played. Um, where is it? He was Oberyn Martell. You know, the, the, I think he was more of a metrosexual type of character. Do you remember? Well, yeah. Do you remember him? I don't remember the name. Um, he was the, the, oh, he, what is it? He like this epic way that he died was like this giant, like, bro. Ah, anyway, I, I'd really enjoyed him. So, um, go ahead. You can continue talking. <laughs> so I was going to say Mandalorian right now on IMDb is, uh, 9.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 95%. And on Google, 97%. Nice. So that is, that's saying a lot. Now, are you and Gwen going to try to go to the movies this week? I don't know yet. Um, There's not so I put a down lot coming stuff. out this week. That I'm yeah. So, like, I still am interested in wanting to see Ford versus Ferrari. I just again because of the actors and it it appeals to my geek side the sports documentary type side of me so um i do want to see it and then of mm -hmm. course the other option would be maybe knives out so but yeah there's not a lot that's out right this second yeah now i think something was coming out the week after that the 13th i was interested in but i can't remember what it is now mm. But there is something coming out soon. And, of course, Star Wars comes out in December. Right. Um, or that's, it is December now. Damn. Okay. I know. Isn't that insane? Like two weeks or something, I think it comes out. Oh, jeez. I'm curious, though, to see um, how big a box office it'll pull. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, is it that it's going to do well because of the whole Mandalorian being on? Or is it going to suffer because God only knows there's been so many Star Wars movies? Um, well, so, and you know, a lot of people on the internet really hated The Last Jedi. Um, so we'll see how this one does. Yeah, I can't even remember. I think I, I, think I saw that one and just didn't watch Rogue War or something. I, I can't even remember anymore because after the main run of them, um i yeah i'm just did like, you ever see solo no i didn't because i at the time I, heard that the reviews weren't all that good it didn't do i well. love solo um mm. to me solo is one of the best star wars movies period really I, hmm. um the guy who played uh, speaking of game of thrones <laughs> uh, uh what's her name danny yeah she's in it um, yeah, yeah yeah i remember the the um trailer for it yeah, and the guy who uh, is the Vision was Paul Bettencourt, is that his name? Um, yeah, because yeah, he's married he's, he's to the villain. Jennifer Connelly or something. Yeah. Um, okay. He's that, the villain in it. And the guy who um, plays uh, Han? Han is, I mean, I liked him. It didn't take more than five or ten minutes before I was like, yeah, you know, he's not Harrison Ford, but he's Han Solo. Right, right. I loved the movie. Well, then I'll have to watch that. I will say, and I know you're going to hate me for it. The, when, so after I watched Noel on Disney Plus, I was like, okay, well, what else can I watch? And I'm like, I felt almost like, God, there's so much stuff here. What, what the hell? Where do I start? And I didn't, I didn't feel like watching any of the Disney stuff I'd already seen. So I was like, oh, yeah, I never saw the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean. 
Caribbean. Um, so I, I haven't seen for, the fifth one either. Yeah, it it was saying when I looked at the time, it was like coming to Disney Plus on December second or something. But but yeah, so I'm like that's one of the things I'm looking forward to seeing just because. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so because I assume I don't I don't know for me I just thought well it's Disney plus so they're gonna have everything so I was a little yeah. surprised by the fact that something that is several years old um they have not brought over to Disney plus yeah several some things are still on contracts like for instance yeah. um, Black Panther and um one, I think Thor Ragnarok they're still on Netflix yes they are mm -hmm. um, they won't come over until sometime in 2020 so yeah, um, I, I did think that that was interesting. So that's what I assumed is that somebody else had the, the license for the moment or whatever could be showing it and they just didn't have it yet. But um, I'm looking forward to stuff as it comes out. And again, I think I'm just used to doing the, the Netflix um, routine of binging stuff. So even if some, I, it, it will be unlikely that I'll be watching something episode at a time. So mm -hmm. Because that, okay that is the way it. I enjoy doing things. I need to do it in a binge. Because, you know, it's especially if you're, all, if you're only watching one episode and it's a cliffhanger and all that kind of stuff, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to have to wait a week. Um, so if you've got, even if you've got um, basically several in the buffer, at least mm. you'll have a nice meal out of it rather than just a tease, you know? I, I kind of like, because one thing about The Mandalorian is it's 30-minute episodes. Damn, those are short. Yeah, and so, but it's great though because for one thing, they they pack a lot into the thirty minutes, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it's it's just cool because like me and T'Challa, you know, every time he comes over, you know, because they put a new one out on Friday. Um, oh, it's a bonding thing. It's we like sit down and we we'll watch it, and <laughs> that's cool. You know, and it's it's over. It does feel like it's over so soon, but it's like you know, man, where's the next one? You know, and that's kind of cool. Um, I like binging sometimes, but I also like that experience of, you know, waiting week to week. I mean, that's the way I grew up watching TV. Well, I mean, I grew up that way too, but I'm, you know, again, since I'm, I'm a on the cusp of both Gen X and millennial, this is where my millennial side starts to show a bit more is that I'm impatient with that stuff. So um, I need to let it collect and then binge it for, you know, for hours rather than doing the one-offs. I have been doing, now that I've caught up on my shows, the majority of my shows, uh, I am watching them like Good Doctor and Stumptown and stuff like that. I'm watching them each week rather than waiting for them to collect, but I still enjoy just binging. So uh, to that, I'll also note that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, season three premieres tomorrow. Uh, it is eight episodes, and mm. Entertainment Weekly rank, ranks it a B plus. So I didn't. I deliberately didn't read the contents of their review. I saw the headline, which told me about why they had issue with season three. But I'm like, I, I don't care. I'm I'm going to binge those episodes. So this weekend, I will be binging mm -hmm. <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So okay. Well, you know, the Black Widow trailer came out this week, too. Yes, I did not watch it originally, but when I saw you put it on here, I'm like, oh, he's going to be so up my ass if I don't watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm excited for it. Now, I, I'm curious how it plays to people who don't know the comics. Because, like, you know, the, the sister she has in it, 
you know, well, I thought you were going to be like for those who hadn't seen Endgame, because I was like, oh, well, no. this obviously had to happen before it. I glanced yeah, a review. Well, I glanced a review on YouTube when I was watching the trailer, and somebody was saying, you know, yeah, they just did this several years too late, and I I agreed with them because I was like, I had wanted to see a Black Widow movie earlier not right. you know after she's sorry people died um but but yeah i i mean the, i i i actually am looking forward to it it looks see, really awesome yeah this this starts you off on a, a thing it's like for instance it means we might get more uh robert downey jr iron man movies just set it before he dies yeah i don't think they'll do that though but i'm just you could because he's coming back he's gonna voice you know iron man on um you know the what if TV show they're going to have on um, Marvel Plus. They've already announced that. Marvel Plus or Disney Plus? Is there is uh, Disney there... Plus? Oh, okay. Right now. The Marvel well, saw, Disney Plus. I got something right. um, from Amazon today. Um, Kenrick had ordered something, and on it the box showed him as Doctor Doolittle, and I was like, "What they're doing? Oh, yeah. Doing that again?" Yeah. But because he's in it, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually interested." Yeah. <laughs> so, because I'll watch him in practically anything. I mean, yeah. any movie he's in, he's gonna elevate it. That's just even if he's even if he's just being Robert Downey Jr., which is basically what he does. I just want to see him do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. But I mean, yeah, I was intrigued by the trailer. Um, I I like that we get to see a little bit more of her backstory because I mm -hmm. feel like in a lot of ways, for her to be one of the headlining. Um, Avengers, we knew so little about her. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, well, I'm the, looking forward. The to blonde it. woman in it, Elena. Mm -hmm. she's, you know, she becomes Black Widow for a while in the comics. Hmm. But I wonder if they're setting her up to be a new Black Widow. You know, since Natasha's dead. Right. That's true. That that is true. And that and I immediately thought that too. It's like, oh well, are we going to see the sister step in her shoes? Yeah. Um, now that she's gone but i it comes out may 2020 and i'll definitely see it there's no question i mean basically any marvel movie that comes out i see it so yeah so i'm excited yeah um so for my entertainment stuff as we start to crawl into 90 minutes here um <laughs> The headline, one of the headlines the um, over the past week or so was Kim Kardashian West vows to dress less sexy. Okay. So supposedly she had an awakening <laughs> when she realized she couldn't scroll through IG, Instagram or Insta um, in front of her kids without there being some sort of nudity. So, for example, she didn't feel it would be appropriate to go to the White House, say, today and then post a bikini selfie the next day. So, um, <laughs> I just thought it was a bit humorous. I mean, she has her, well, she's built her, quote, career on basically her body. Um, yeah. So, I do think it's interesting now that she feels like, oh, well, I'm a mom. And it's like, well, you've been a mom, what, three times over now. Why is it that you're just now starting to feel like, mm, maybe I need to, you know, tone it down a little bit? Yeah. Well, maybe it has to do with the fact that, you know, her husband's become like this born again Christian. I know. I just, <laughs> that's what he someone. He was like preaching at Joel Osteen's church. I love Joel, Joel Osteen. He's so cool. Um, if I was a Christian, 
still, I used to actually like watching his, his church services, even though he's a meg, he, he has a mega church and I don't like mega churches. Um, so someone had commented because I was watching a video about it. They, he had said, yeah, maybe it was, maybe actually Kanye was trying to tell her, whispering in her ear that, you know, maybe you need to tone it down whatever so um another person said yeah well let's give it a year and <laughs> see what happens but this time <laughs> next year she'll probably be right back doing what she's been doing so yeah it's like okay that's that's interesting and then the only other thing in entertainment that i was going to bring up is i don't know if you'd heard about the the whole justin timberlake um yes. fiasco so yeah, I saw the pictures and everything. Yeah. So Justin Timberlake apparently publicly apologized to his wife and his family. I did read the article after uh, the drama around him and his an upcoming movie um, co-star. Um, my question is, for one, I mean, you know, I'm like, I really wish Justin would get back to making music. Uh, and I don't dislike him as an actor. I just, I'm just like, you really are a great entertainer and mus musician. Right. Why don't you do that? I'm wondering if it's just that he's sorry he got caught. You know, yes, maybe yeah. it was a lapse in judgment, but it's like, you know, it's been going on for weeks now, or, you know, it, apparently it happened some time ago and the, the new cycle wasn't quite finished with him. So I figured maybe that was why he finally said something about it. But right. I'm like, I don't, for me, I'm like, if there was nothing going on, then I wouldn't even be talking about it personally, you know, yeah. cause he had said, Oh, or, you know, sources had said, Oh, they're, you know, they were just hanging out with other people on the cast or the crew or whatever. And I saw a picture or two and I'm like, you know, I, I, I didn't think it was this huge, huge deal, but yeah. if he had to go to the point of publicly apologizing for it, I'm like, mm, no, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I saw the pictures and stuff and some people were like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, I mean, the, the holding the hands one wasn't as bad to me as, um, the, on her, the leg, her hands, her, on his, his hand on her hand on his leg. And I mean, that, that did look kind of um it's it was inappropriate like like you said silly. i i agree with you like the holding the hands part didn't didn't really phase me all that much i was like oh cool they're just being you know they're friends whatever because i'm i'm still naive enough to believe that you can be friends with someone of the opposite sex and there not be anything else but that um mm -hmm. but yeah the leg foot the with it on the leg i'm like mm, that's a little too familiar especially given the fact that he's married so yeah. you know i'm like if it was just two single people hanging out doing that crap cool but yeah when you're married there is a line that you're not supposed to cross mm -hmm. and so i think what is it he had said like he was drunk or something i'm like oh yeah. god when you start to do those types of excuses i'm like i i just i don't even have time for that it's like you guys have entourages and people who manage you you would think that they would would have you know maybe made sure he didn't put himself in that kind of situation right whatever so yeah i that was that was the only other thing that i thought was interesting so as we start to wrap up i did want for you <laughs> you sent me a a, a a message last week or a couple of days back on uh and i wanted for you to share it on the show because i just thought it was interesting so yeah so basically there's this um 
this guy in Saudi Arabia, he's a, a millionaire, and he had been um, accused of rape. And in the court case, he was actually, um, you know, uh, acquitted. He was found mm -hmm. not And he had an interesting explanation for it, which, you know, sounds legit to me. How does it? Okay. All right. I'm All right, hoping so, you're just being facetious because that's just. <laughs> so he, he, had, he had had sex with this teenage girl's friend. And the, the friend was like 20-something year, years yeah. old or whatever. So as he's walking by in the living room, I guess, you know, things hanging free. It's one of those kind of, you know, things going on. The, uh, the girl, the teenage girl was a, like laying on the couch. Mm -hmm. I assume naked. I guess. For obvious reasons, right? <laughs> right. And, and he tripped, poor guy, because, I mean, you know, he's, he's probably a little, he's, I'm sure there's drinking, he's a little wobbly mm -hmm. kind of thing. He trips and he falls. And into his, her cooch. Right. I assume his penis was still somewhat erect from the sex earlier. I, I guess. Because yes. it's floppy, it makes it more difficult. Right. right. I assume it, maybe she was laying back with her legs spread, right? Kind of airing it out. Yes. <laughs> and, and he trips and he falls and he accidentally, you know, because of the way we're made, you know, his male part and her female part, they slide together. <laughs> and, um, you know, he says that's what happened, was he, he tripped and penetrated her, right? Right, which again, and, judge, and, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, and the judge, you know, felt like, hey, yeah, sounds legit. Hello. <laughs> Shit, I think we lost the recording for real. Welcome to In the Stacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I so this this will essentially amount to a mini episode, even though we almost had all, a two-hour episode going. Um, my computer. Wow, there's some good stuff in there. There was some good stuff. I don't. So I my computer is. I mean, it's it's not certainly not a cheap Mac by any means. However, I because I use three screens and I have so many processes running. Having 16 gigs of RAM, which for a lot of people, or, you know, memory, is a lot for people. Um, it's not for me anymore. I need to upgrade. This machine, I can upgrade up to 32. And I have not done so because it's not cheap. And mine is one of the Mac models or iMac models that you have to take it into basically an Apple store. And they have to do it because it doesn't have any, you know, um, screws or whatever. And so that, coupled with the fact that I had a gazillion windows open, and the fact that with my um, Zoom account, I don't pay for the, what do you call it, the, the paid version, because I don't really need the paid version. Yeah. Whenever it records, I can still set it to auto-record, but it records locally. The issue, though, happens that, like, so obviously the computer crashed. It crashed and I think brought everything down with it because it didn't then um, process the recording, which is wh what it does after we've ended the recording. Uh -huh. So, yeah, that's, that's what happened. So there's no way to get it back? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Might have to do, like, a... a a summary of what we talked about for almost two hours. So what were the, the highlights for you? What were the really cool parts? 
Well, I mean, you had that whole plan for peace in the Middle East, which was incredible. I know. I know. I mean, I, I, I think Jared Kushner would have really have liked to seen it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I talked about my childhood and how I ended up where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a, a Christmas tree uh, mounted on my wall. Right. Um, uh, Which you- everyone, normal people would think is hilarious. But the longer you look mm-hmm. at it and the more you think about it, it makes fucking sense. Yeah. You stole a um, beloved piece of um, cleaning equipment from your father. Yes. Uh, yeah, I did. And so yeah. he's upset about it, but I don't care. We both saw a bunch of movies at home or TV shows. Yeah, because oh. we also had a really great Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, um, oh, I told everybody all about my, my, my music for the year. Yeah, which was awesome because, as you pointed out, Spotify is cooler because they give you all of these stats about your listening trends and stuff over the throughout the year. So you were able to get very granular with your um, the your top artists as well as top songs. Yeah. Oh, this is awful. This is terrible. Because <laughs> now I feel like I have to like pay for for Skype. I mean, not Skype, but that I have to pay for um zoom so that it records in the cloud instead of locally so it was recording though i mean so it's just gone it didn't like stop somewhere i mean there's not the file somewhere i'll have to dig and see if if i can retrieve it if i can then that would be awesome if not then this is tonight's episode oh jesus i know it's it's pretty terrible yeah because we can't start over again I mean, we've done a couple of the highlights. I talked about how I don't like Church's Chicken, and that was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You talked about, like, at length about horror movies, which I was like, oh, God, when is this conversation going to end? Yeah. And yeah. we talked oh, about Oh, and Bridget how, Fonda has waited yes, for days. exactly. And that she comes from a, a, a an acting dynasty. And <sighs> Lord have mercy. Considering we even started recording early. <laughs> so, <I know. laughs> so this this does in fact suck. Suck ass. Wow. Uh, let's see. And then we talked about the that I finally watched something on Disney Plus, uh, a, a original Disney movie that has Anna Kendrick in it. And so th- despite other people watching way cooler stuff on Disney Plus when they when they sign up for it that was my first choice and it was almost a month after its launch that that i um that i did so and you mentioned yeah. that the number one show in the world is, the is a, a disney yes is a disney plus show so for a streaming service that's not even been around a month for them to have the number one show is pretty amazing in the yeah world. So, in the world uh we talked about the black widow um, a trailer which I did watch before we recorded because I didn't want to hear you bitch about it that I didn't see it. Yeah. And I sent you a picture of Bridget Fonda. Yeah, I saw that. I actually did yeah. see that. <laughs> yeah, that is legs for days. That is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You saw Knives Out, uh, and then you suggested that I definitely see it because it was not quite like the trailer. 
and you said it right. wasn't as yeah. deceiving as last Christmas, which oh, I no, told no, no. you about, and you were like, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah. um, we talked about Kim Kardashian West wanting to be less sexy, and Justin Timberlake apologizing for, you know, being disrespectful to his wife and his marriage, my saying that maybe he said it because he got caught. Yes. And then and, uh, course, some dude uh, fell into another woman's vagina. Yes. Accused of rape, but it, it all makes sense, really. Yes, it, do- it totally does. It absolutely does. So um, this is our shortest, <laughs> shortest wow. episode. Um, and yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I hope that it's like sitting somewhere in some like. I um, hope it's in a temp file or, you know, something yeah. somewhere. I'm going to have to to see because it would be awful if this was in fact our show (laughs) all right so the show right now is barely seven minutes in and i think for the most part we've summarized everything we talked about oh mrs comes back tomorrow and let's see we touched on everything right it's it's so so. weird when you when it's all like watered down you know when you just give the overview yeah um, also thanksgiving was great for me spent a lot of time with family it was huge as usual it was an american and jamaican thanksgiving so we have the signature stuff but then we the majority of the the spread which is seriously a spread because it runs the food is on two ten two ten foot tables uh-huh. um so the majority of it is is island cuisine and then I found an Audacity hack that lets, lets me use it even though I'm on the most recent operating system for Apple. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, Church's Chicken, despite being, um, you know, partly black, mostly black, uh, yeah. did not like I am a chicken snob. Yes. And, uh, I and you pointed out that I'm just sandwich. a snob in general. So. Yeah. I, mean, I still haven't had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yes, because, well, I do think it's interesting when you said it, I was like, you know, it's funny how they're doing like that flame war about, you know, how they're better than Chick-fil-A since they're open on Sundays. I'm like, you can't be spouting that if you, the thing that people are going there for is not there. So, yeah, you know, I don't ever hear about uh, Chick- Chick-fil-A running out of anything. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to throw in there so that we maybe hit the 10 minute mark? <laughs> uh, I don't guess so. Adios, amigos. Insta.